2: that's blue Nile.com. ladies and gentlemen broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey this is Achton Millwall <laughs> Well, hello, good afternoon welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Huddersfield Town, the Chadwick Lawrence stand specifically. I'm just standing outside it, awaiting the opening of the stadium in Huddersfield Town versus Millwall today, of course. And we're just uh, a few other stragglers hanging about waiting to get in the stadium. So once we're inside, we'll run through the various Millwall news and views of the week. I've got to say, it's a nice ground here. It's set in a kind of like a, um, a forested... Bowl almost, I suppose you called it. Brand new, or well, probably 10 plus 15 years old stadium. Quite an unusual design, um, once known as the Gal Farm Stadium. McAlpine is now known as the John Smith Stadium. But very nice looking um, setting for a football ground. Um, not much around it, it's got to be said. Green, you know, rivers running past it. Um, beautiful, beautiful place to come to, I would imagine, if you're from this northern hellhole called Huddersfield. Walking through the town earlier on today, um, there was like a market of some sort where people were selling former army ware. Uh, quite a strange looking site, It reminded me of the 1980s um, post-nuclear apocalyptic drama threads where, about five years after the bomb had dropped on Sheffield, people were living hand to mouth and selling rats for, for, for food in the street. Yes, a very odd place. I'm not sure I'd want to come from Huddersfield, but I'm sure if you did, this is a very pleasant place to come to on a Saturday afternoon. Standing outside the Chadwick Lawrence stand. Chadwick Lawrence sounds like a character really ought to be on Emmerdale to me, running some kind of like the wall pack or the local shop. Away down to my left, on the semi-deserted streets of Huddersfield.
1: Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra.
2: And I've got like a view of it because the area is uh, on, on a hillside. But away down to my left, below me, I can see the arrival of the Mill Team Coach, a King's Ferry coach, ladies and gentlemen. Not Euro Ferries, King's Ferries. Also now presiding over the arrival of Coach One, ladies and gentlemen. Um, the Coach One, obviously a legendary Mill Supporters Club, the, the lead coach, the vanguard, the first into the fray. Um, what else going to say about them. Um, Chief window lickers. No, oh, it's being cruel. That's being cruel. I don't like that kind of stuff actually. But the coach one have just arrived and um... <laughs> I'll say no more. I'll just drop the recorder that I teach That'll learn me, as my mum used to say. That'll learn you for taking the piss out of other people. But it's alright. Thankfully, there will be a show tomorrow that the uh, machine is not damaged. I'll tell you what though, we take the piss out of Coach One, and I'm guilty of it there, and I apologise actually for now thinking about it. Some of these these old boys can hardly walk, and they've um, obviously come up on the coach, but they are in Huddersfield on a Saturday afternoon. You've got to take your hat off to that kind of dedication, really, following their team, you know, length and breadth of the country. So um, I want to withdraw my previous remarks. um, I think I might actually say, well done, Coach One, for making it all the way up into Huddersfield on this um, actually quite nice afternoon there. Well, a little catering report for you here. Um, I've just had a very passable, passable I think is probably the best term, bacon roll. Quite a substantial amount of bacon. Um, a kind of a soft, bappy type roll. £3.50 from the Deli Bar, which proclaims itself being naturally the best. Now I think um, the title Deli Bar and its proclamation of that being naturally the best is probably pushing it like a little bit. But it's a very passable bacon roll for £3.50. And then, um, quite a nice little cup of coffee to go with it too. So um, welcome to the town on the catering front at least. Good northern hospitality. All oh, bit paid for let's not that. Yes, here we are inside the stadium, the Gelfarm, McAlpine, John Smith Stadium, whatever you want to call it. Quite a nice line in, um, kind of wannabe punk rock playing here. Nice bass line, like it. I don't know who this band are, I can hear where they're derived from, but I can't I couldn't tell you who the band is, but it's pretty good, I like it. Punk still rules in othersfield, ladies and gentlemen. So we just want to run through the Millwall News of the week, uh, courtesy of the News at Den, my favourite website, my Millwall, favourite Millwall News website, and first up we've got the, the quite a nice little feature that Aldo does each week, it's called 5 things we've learned, and this specifically is the 5 things we learned from Millwall nil, but Nottingham Forest nil last weekend, um, and number 1, Aldo's picked out that the Lions dream of a team of Jimmy Abdo's, paying tribute of course to... Uh, Mr Mr Wonder Man himself, Jimmy Abdu, who made a makeshift, more than a makeshift right back to be to be fair. It's almost like he's discovered a new role in his life. And specifically the job that he did on Antonio, the um, reputed the most dangerous winger in the championship according to Aldo here. Well is this a new long-term role for Jimmy? Who knows? He's certainly one of the lions' great survivors, that's for sure. Aldo points out that when he did need to make a tackle or commit himself, Abdu seemed to come well with football at at his feet each time and making more interception than the other player on the pitch. So, yeah, well done, Jimmy Addo. It's going to be interesting to see who starts in what position today, Um, but it's going to be hard to argue against him starting as right back on on the basis of last week's performance, that's for sure. number two on Aldo's list is Ed Upson, uh, saying how he offers to mill something different. And I thought thought it was quite interesting. Ed Upson, for me, was quite a revelation when he came into the game last week. Got a good pass at the ball. We also did the work side of the midfield role. Um, Again, I would expect him to start, though, on the basis of last week's performance. Adam makes a good point here. He says that Sean Williams can get forward if he has to, but really and truthfully, he's made the midfield holding role his own this season. Scott McDonald also, as he points out, will chase back, but obviously Scott's um Forte is going forwards in the final third. So Aldo refers to Upson being the bridge between the front uh the front line and, and the kind of defensive midfield and that is a vital role in this his passing style that um that Holloway wants us to persevere with. Number three, um, Beavers and Dunn get a Brit Award, and, and the, the play on words being obviously Brit Sumbalunga being kept so quiet by uh, Mark Beavers and Alan Dunn last week. Uh, five million pounds of a talent being kept kept under control by the two Lions central defenders. Uh, Holloway, I think, in the week, has said that he doesn't see Dunn playing over on the right-hand side now, so clearly um, it's, there to be, it's there to be won as a position. Here's a stat for you from last week. Forest star man of Sundalunga managed just 20 touches and four passes in 90 minutes under the, the Dunham Beavers heavy, heavy manners last week. So that is that is a real plus point for Millwall number four on Aldo's list is Scott Malone rediscovering last season form now personally I like Scott Malone a lot he's a, I mean, a, 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 in common with many many other Millwall fans um, but as Aldo says he has made a bit of a quiet start by, to, by, to the season by his standards um, but now he does seem to be rediscovering his attacking form we do want our defenders getting forwards and we do need them to be comfortable with the ball at their feet and also be able to pick a pass so um, yeah I mean Scott Malone um, a man on the rise it seems number four in, in Aldo's list and finally, to state the obvious slightly, is the uh, the benefit that comes Mill's way if they can maintain a settled side. Um, injuries obviously are playing their part. We've lost Carlos Edwards this week to uh, quite a horrendous nine-month-long, minimum nine-month-long injury, it seems, on his knee. And we hope that the likes of Matthias Ronegi will, will kind of evolve into their roles and into their place in the side. So that does need games. That does need a settled squad. This is a good point as well Um, Again, back to the news at Den. They're saying that the Lions don't have a prolific Scorer in the squad and we don't I think we're going to have to settle for the fact that Unless a miracle happens, unless Lee Gregory Actually gets picked and starts playing to um, What we've hoped would be his potential We're going to have to make do with a team of um, Kind of semi-midfielders Where the the scoring spread across all 11 players Um, So in that that sense They really do need to become the well-oiled unit Aldo refers to Interesting quote from uh, Ian Holloway here about Alan Dunn. Um, saying that he doesn't want to muck him about. Um, he made a mistake against Reading when I moved him to right back, because it's Holloway speaking. He doesn't want to play right back in the way that I want him to. I like Dunny at centre half, so I won't be moving him, I can tell you. I'm just talking to John Ship, but who's just joined me. John, welcome to the show, mate. Afternoon, Nick. Afternoon, all. You had a cocktail? 3 much Certainly refreshed. refreshed. Just talking about Alan Dunn. Um, Holloway clearly recognises he made an error against Reading. He says he don't want to play him at right back, so presumably leaves a way open for Jimmy Haddou to make that position his own now for the injury to Carlos Edwards.
1: Certainly the, uh, the opportunity's there, and he's got the engine, is not he? So um, yes, we mate. lose a little bit in midfield, but it does look a very strong midfield today with um, Bailey, Upsian and Williams in a in a yeah, triangle in the yeah, middle. That yeah. does look very strong.
2: If, I mean, we can't be alone in being near the, the the kind of edge of the financial fair play rules. But if we aren't that close, we, we're not going to lash out big money. I still wonder what's what's to come from Lee Gregory. I mean, I know that he's becoming a slight, you know, slightly uh, j- a jokey figure. But um, there's clearly something there. I mean, to me,
1: to me, today would be ideal. Um, well, to get him
2: out there and give him a go.
1: him yeah, Martin's Martin's off the pitch injured, isn't he? So um, yeah, you've got the body yeah.
2: in midfield to support it. I mean, you do wonder, if, if not now, when? I mean, what, what's, what is yeah, going to be the... I don't the, know what we're waiting for. The League Cup no. games are gone. Well, no, so that's right. We, we, we kind of concentrated on the league there, didn't we? Uh,
1: unless we're... Uh, unless FA, we're cup FA Cup games? I mean, they, they don't in come January. till in January. I mean, he's, he's 26. Let's not pretend he's 19 and no. we wait for him to
2: mature. And we've either got to loan him out, like we've done with Marquess. Marquess has gone to Cheltenham mm. now, hasn't he? and he seems to be doing OK in yeah. League 2. Because I mean, the worst thing in the world for a striker, if, if you are a, a goal-scoring striker he was in, in uh, the conference, is to be dry. You know, you're not playing, you're not scoring, you, you it, use it or lose it, don't you? Yeah. But that said, nobody's got a
1: cemented position in this side under all the way, have they?
2: No, no, I mean, is an interesting character. It. I don't know if you've seen him yet this season, but he's. I think he's got skill. It's just how much commitment he brings to the, to the calls, that's what I'm questioning, you know.
1: Yeah, not convinced myself, not convinced, but that's how I think
2: Let's hope so. I mean, I, I, I thought against Forrest it was one of his better games. I mean, he still got slated. I mean, pe- I think people are starting to regard him as the guy that you, you dig out when it goes yeah,
1: when it goes wrong, you know. I t- if that one had uh, gone anywhere else, that um, the keeper safe
2: his foot, Darlow safe. Yeah, it would up, have been a then, different match, wouldn't it? You know, we're, we're talking a different conversation, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd still rather be in our position than Huddersfields. They're third from bottom with five points, aren't they? Yeah.
1: I think. And they've got one of those records that we seem to be made to break for them where yeah. they haven't won all, at home all, all season, <laughs> at base. So, End mill all, of I- all stage left.
2: <laughs> all I know with is they always do the opposite to so yeah. what you think they're going to do. So, yeah. you know, like you said earlier on, um, we get caned every time you watch them Is. <laughs> John and I are just looking at the uh, the Huddersfield home end, I suppose. I don't know what end that's called. A fantastic media stand, it's called, which, as you say, John, is a little bit Crystal Palace in its um, sound, isn't it?
1: It's tremendous, and it? has got uh, the letters with the dots and the uh, T's not crossed and the I's not dotted. It's uh, everything you'd want from Selhurst Park.
2: There's a few banners knocking around down there. They've got one that refers to the Huddersfield town of the 1920s, which was famously champions, English champions, three years in a row 1924, 25, 26. Hence the three stars over their club badge. And that's Herbert Chapman who went on to manage Arsenal and the image behind it, beside it. I suppose our one would have all the, all the ground closures, wouldn't it? It would be like 1920, yeah. Yeah, 1934.
1: Then, um, <laughs> and the hand grenade story that Danny Baker's brought back all about attention. Alongside this, a yeah.
2: hand grenade image. <laughs> Honestly, walking through the sound side, did you go past the, um, past the, the army surplus yeah, store there? Yeah. That was swarming with business. The people buying that it shit. Was, it was tremendous, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> I
1: don't know
2: what to make about things like that. First and foremost, where would you buy 300 (laughs) army service, Jack? Well, I suppose you'd go to Slovakia and do a deal with some local, um, you know, whoever's in the army out there, I suppose. But he's certainly doing the trade in town. I mean, who wears it? Where where would you wear that? What what circumstances, unless you were going hunting or something? you know. It's a different different world when you come to these novels because the actual kind of... um, uh, The plaza outside the the railway station is quite grand. It kind of hints at... um, an industrial past and glory that's yeah. long gone, you know. And in the midst of all this once glory, there's a, a, a pile of shitty army surplus trousers going for a fiver or each, or, or was it less than that? 3 99 I only? think.
1: for a five, you can probably get the full uh, the full regalia including <laughs> the flat cap.
2: Martin Wolford just went for a couple of spectators again. He hit a lady in took, the, in the face last week at cold, yeah. cold Blow Lane. Cold Blow Lane, Zamboreau. That's me, where have I been for the last 20 years? But it is an unimpressive shooting workout that's going on in front of us at the moment. John, I've got to say, Renegi wants more time there. Oh, he's put that away He's buried nicely.
1: that from about three he's yards. He's buried that from
2: two yards out. I, I might have had a chance from two yards out. Strange matey kind of shoulder-to-shoulder leap thing going on down there a moment ago.
1: He's very good. I can't see us getting out muscle at the corner today.
2: Play that again later. And we've got Glad all over place. so it has gone very, very palace all of a sudden. In goal, number one, David Six Sean Williams. Williams, ten Nicky Bailey, eleven Martin Martin. How are you doing? Fifteen <laughs> Ed Opsen, sixteen oh, Mark Beavers, nineteen Ricardo Fuller, twenty six John, John twenty seven Scott McDonald, and oh, twenty eight Scott Malone. Oh, oh, on the bench, the former, oh, former shaman, <laughs> number nine Lee Gregory, seventeen Byron Webster, Gregory on the bench, twenty one retires running in, twenty five Justin Hoyt, thirty Richard Chaplin, oh, and forty one Tom King. Today's referees, Carl Boyson. Grant Holt, the ex-Norwich City striker, I think, on the bench for Huddersfield Sunday on a month's loan for them. Hoyt oh, it does live. I, I I, thought he was in that carpet they were rolling out down there. Some stewards just rolling out a bit of a carpet like an advertising holding, ladies and gentlemen. And I seriously thought uh, Justin Hoyt was inside there, but he's not. But it's going to be a very flat atmosphere here today, John. If this doesn't get you going, nothing much will, will it? I think, I think rugby league is the biggest sport up in these parts, some of these towns are, you know, the league is the, uh, is the yeah. thing, isn't it? Well, sorry they've got an interesting, interesting take on the match day programme idea up here. They're going for like a newspaper rather than a magazine-style production. Um, charging £2 for a newspaper, looks like a fairly full um, production, content-wise. Quite a nice idea, I think. Almost fanzine in style in some respects. Managed by Chris Powell, of course, it's Charlton, Charlton manager. Here come the teams, ladies and gentlemen. Blue and yellow. In the away camp. Well, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Huddersfield Town playing towards us in the away end. In a rather curiously faded blue and white striped kit there, John. Almost like they didn't have enough ink on the, on the copier. Like you said before the game, John, we do seem quite a compact, condensed side. Very difficult to break down for a team that doesn't have much in the way of... There's not going to be much coming through the middle, is there? Down the wing,
1: no. so I'm slightly concerned. But it's, uh, it's like Jimmy and uh, Scott Malone are up
2: to the job. <laughs> no first. real incidents in the first five minutes to report. Like you say, both of the, the Huddersfield forwards were quite short boats. There's going to be... Hitting balls at them high, don't they? Yeah, Beavis
1: looks very comfortable so far this afternoon. Um, first to really getting or be noticed in the first five
2: minutes or so. It it's quite unusual really, John. I mean you get used to seeing such big, large, physically imposing strikers in this league to see two three, two <laughs> fairly small <laughs> blokes. Yeah. It's quite an unusual and welcome relief. Yeah, was, uh, I think this is one we've got to be looking, looking so at. you want mid-table rather than bottom of the yeah. league, yeah. Uh... I mean so far we're nine minutes in sort have come forwards, haven't really shown anything, they've come forwards at us, but we've looked comfortable. It's Abdu, forwards to Fuller, bundled over, but no free kick given. <clears throat> free kick given at last. Fuller's processed a little bit too much, and referees the referee's having been working with it was Yeah, curious situation, he was on the floor with a ball between his legs, the referee's blown up to give a drop ball, I, I presume Fuller disagrees with that stance, John.
1: Alan Dunn steps in to uh, turn the
2: situation yeah. down there.
1: nice maturity. He the dull, Henry Kissinger yeah. of Millwall? Yeah, yeah, Kofi oh,
2: N at the... Yeah. yeah, come back for 15 minutes, nothing really to report of any note, John, no, quiet. Right. Millwall fans attempting to bring a bit of life and atmosphere to this ground, but that's going to be a tough call today. You could hear a pin drop in here, John. You could. Okay. That, was, that was a pin
1: dropping, I just heard it. Near a vehicle reversing outside, <laughs> near the white noise of <laughs> the <inner> vehicle reversing. <laughs> 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 broken only by a yeah. referee's whistle. You're There's, you're the support. Support.
2: There's the, the <laughs> crowd review <laughs> from the <laughs> yeah, <it's>
1: <laughs> The
2: incessant beat of the drama away in the distance. Addis <laughs> on the attack now, 20 minutes coming up on the clock. They haven't looked majorly dangerous so far. But this is Millwall we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen, so you never can tell. They simply passing the ball around, looking out and seeing like these great banks of yellow shirts in front yeah, well, of them.
1: we've got ten men behind the ball, we're very attacked. But um, it does mean that we've only got the
2: one up front, and we go forward and try to counter. 21 just put the ball in the net, unnecessarily, after the whistle's gone. It would be good for that, and he was going to join a yellow, stupid event. The, the second one. Yeah, he did, he, did, he, did it, he did it earlier, he did It's
1: side at the minute. It's a, a Kevin Muscat or a Dennis Wise type who would now be in that fella's ear for the rest of the game, trying to wind him up and beat that <laughs> second yellow out of him.
2: A nasty, it. horrible bastard. Yeah. Most of us are nice blokes, aren't they? They don't seem to be. It's a nice Millwall side. Yeah. Long ball to Fuller. Can't reach it. No, we do need a psycho like Muscat. I, I, I know what you mean. He, he did bring a certain energy and... An e- evil energy almost to the side somewhere, didn't they? Yeah, you need
1: someone to chip away at these players and try to, yeah. try to get that second blocking out yeah. of them. Yeah. That McAteer, wise
2: and McAteer in the, uh, yeah, the cup
1: their... final season. You could almost guarantee he was going off now the <laughs> were finishing the tournament. We look, every time we get the ball, we do seem to be giving back to him just in front. Like we do, we are returning field possession
2: quite cheaply, that's for sure. Ooh, that was a moment... The 21 was nearly put through right down the middle, ladies and gentlemen. This time deader from uh, Beavers there. Yeah, Beavers kind of oh, missed the I'm ball there. where He it. took it earlier, didn't get that one. Mill haven't really looked threatening or remotely threatening in the course of the half. Get out of anything close to a shot on goal or anything? A yeah, couple Jim, of crosses from Jimmy. Jimmy stuck a couple of crosses in, didn't they? They didn't cause any, any problems. Malone now from wide. Close in. Is that a corner? It's a Mill oh. corner. an hour on the clock, First Mill will call in the match.
1: Nice bit of movement to earn it.
2: First shot, another cross in. Bounces around, it flies up some three on the left hand side, he floats it across. Looks like his inches wide from this distance, hard to tell how far wide it that body went. for the
1: angle, that wasn't a uh, was mistake.
2: first opportunity, first shot. 28 minutes. 30 minutes up on the clock now. Mill just showed a little bit more these last few minutes starting to look like they could take control of the game and maybe press forwards No, it does look congested across that middle, I do agree and The second striker it might bring the best out of foot I mean, as it is, he's doing the He's trying to win do, it all on his own No, can't. he can't, he's got no one to lay it off to when he does win it or if he wins it Here comes the 30. for Huddersfield, shot on goal is foul! for fuck's sake For fuck's sake First shot on goal for Huddersfield Defensive error by Millwall Looping shot into the uh, left-hand corner, just inside the post. 1-0, Huddersfield. Having laughed
1: at their lack of uh,
2: fight up front, that was nothing more than a long ball through the middle that Elevon yeah. judged. Straightforward stuff. 1-0, Huddersfield. the 37th minute, the only goal
1: today, the
0: goalscorer for Huddersfield Town, number 21,
2: sponsored by Stoke One, Naki Wells! Naki Wells. Wasn't he rated as one of the talents of the division at one point? That is a fucking disappointing goal to give away, ladies and gentlemen. I will tell you that much. That just would have shown very little for me coming forward John.
1: No, it's all been dealt with, and that was Route One football that should have been tidied up.
2: Brady plays the ball out wide to Malone on the halfway line. Sean Williams, long ball forward, trying to find Sulla. Chasing, to no avail. Yes! Oh, what a goal! out of nowhere, ladies and gentlemen. My mom was miles away. Bossing from Jimmy Eddill. Who thought that? Was it Upson Legend? I can't see. MacDonald. MacDonald? Half the turf from this distance, ladies and gentlemen. One right shot on goal. First time effort. One all out of nowhere. Apologies for a less than professional commentary. There, I was actually miles away, looking out over the hills surrounding the stadium, drifting. One each.
1: Rightly so, I think. I don't think either team deserved. That. No, I mean others it did deserve
2: honest. their leads. Both strange goals. Both seem to be yes. come out of no great movement, no, um, you know, nothing inspirational going forwards, and then one slap shot, and, and both goals are scored. Our main problems have come from our own self-inflicted yeah, errors. Yeah.
1: Just giving eye like, another cheap free click there, we? It was going nowhere really.
2: Ball comes floated in, it's bobbled up high, anyone? Um, still a bobbling around, high in the penalty area, down the far end of the pitch. There's half-time, half-time. One each half-time, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back after these messages and Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes. This edition of Achtung Millwall is brought to you in association with The Punter's Helper www.theph.co.uk For just £10 per month, The Punter's Helper offers a daily tipping service as well as detailed analysis of some of the key races and meetings of the season. Not only that, you'll receive a more detailed betting review and breakdown of all of our selections as well as an insight into why we back certain horses in certain races. Too good to be true? We've produced profit in 9 out of 10 months since October 2013 and our return up to the end of July 2014 is a massive 410 points. Yes, for just £10 a month you can be part of our growing sibling service, a service that produces healthy returns for you month on month. The Puns helper. Our business is profit. Why not join us? www.theph.co.uk Ladies and gentlemen, betting is by its very nature a high-risk investment. Please bet sensibly. This is Octoon Millwall Radio. Stay tuned for more Millwall Conversation after these messages. He's on don't tell the boy, every home ganger, Zamba Just too quick. Sneaking going for the second half oh wow well, I mean, straight onto the attack looked like he might have tumbled there near a penalty area no, no decision given, that's offside
1: well, quite fortunately got up and carried on running yeah, so that could have no decision to give
2: mm. but that had every look of the early penalty and uh, a long hard road against us but we got away with that, one each still Chapo warming up down the side now five minutes into the second half I'm not sure another midfielder is going to be the answer. I mean, that, that, that doesn't excite me. So, no, no the idea of at Chats would come not
1: at all. He clearly knows better than us, but Ranaghy or Gregory with R- Fuller would, yeah. be, uh, would be ideal for me. That
2: was feel like a mirror image of us in some respects, John. They play a lot of kind of triangular football and don't go anywhere. Yeah, with there's me. a lot going on in midfield today, yeah. isn't
1: there? But uh, none kind of it leading much. Right?
2: pushing and shoving a little bit of
1: handbags I think isn't it? much like the goal we can't see who it is and it's no uh, all so the action
2: it's so, <laughs> that sort of expert advice that we do not pay you for <laughs> all the action has been right down the far end of the pitch where we can't see ladies and gentlemen but we can speculate on what might, might have happened John didn't <laughs> I think um, by process of your information that's Nicky Bailey on the deck at the minute yeah it looks like it was a crunching tackle he's gone in on and I imagine Tempers have been fragged he's only just returned from a, a layoff from injury He's up on his feet now. Yeah, Nicky Bailey, he's one of those players, every time he does something slightly energetic or gets tackled, you do wonder if it's another four or five months out. <laughs> yes. Jeez, so he's, he's walking he off. Um, but you're right, every every challenge he goes into is a bit like on the old Cutty Sark, you're gonna take a night of matches on there. Like a fair gap, just see what happens. <laughs>
1: Ricardo Fuller just won a header.
2: Oh well Upson almost one that the, the uh, the, the knockdown from that header it's Ricardo Fuller just won. The first in, in 54 minutes. There's Malone. Long diagonal ball. Fuller falls over. Strategic fall over
1: there. He has been limping since that,
2: uh, that comedy jump. One of Jibby's trademark passes That's the only the only thing against this game, generally, of course, is the quality of his passing can be a little bit wayward. This is code for shit. Is obviously on the break. Oh, we've a penalty! It looked like he bundled over from this distance. Again, we really need binoculars from where we're sitting. A penalty on the 55th minute. Bit looked bit. like the defender got turned slightly and was suddenly chasing after his man.
1: And Nicky Bailey said something now, the referee's going to his pocket. The crowd won him off. Nicky Bailey will not shut
2: up. No. He's probably saying something insulting like, Rusty you know what I mean. <laughs> and the referee clearly is fluent in Jamaican London Patois. He's, he's walking away. Don't, don't yellow a card, shown for that. Yeah, we are due a David full penalty save. I just I get a heavy heart when I see this, these moments lining up. Here comes the penalty. 2-1, Huddersfield.
1: he went the right way, but it was bottom corner. He didn't stand a chance, to be fair.
2: To add to the pain of that, if the situation wasn't bad enough, there's a bloke over on our left wearing got like a Homer Simpson mask and a Huddersfield shirt jumping about. The
1: 50, over there. The second goal this
2: afternoon is still sponsored by Scott Lucky Wells! Wells is on a hat trick, ladies and gentlemen. Well, it's, it seems to me to be self destruction in many ways, because I mean, both of the goals have come not as a result of outstanding Huddersfield play, but as mill errors, you know, mill Millwall defensive lapses.
1: And if you're not going to create anything, then you're going to leave yourself open to losing games from those axes yeah. rather than just conceding goals from those axes.
2: we very much under the pressure at the moment, John. They seem to be. Um, yeah, if not. Pressure. You know. Another shot on goal now. Side netting, John. Wide of the post. Goalkeeper's just deliberately put out on the roof of the stand. That's quite an achievement up there. We're having a tea break now, John. It's pretty. Drinks break as in gin and tonic. The game just seems to have stopped. There's players laying on the floor. Everyone's gone for a drink. Um, I, I, I know, know what they're feeling, don't you, John? I, you know I, know, I can only assume there's only the one ball because, as you say, the keeper's deliberately
1: stuck it on a, a very curved ground stand to our left, and uh, everybody stopped for a, a bite to eat as as I can tell. A good two minutes since he fell with
2: it over and there's still no sign of a replacement. The, the, the game's gone into a bizarre flat moment. It's like, like everyone's agreed that we've had enough now, maybe yeah. we can go home, you know.
1: We've all got bathroom ceilings to paint. <laughs> <laughs> I mean not, I'm not only assuming that's Grant Holt.
2: Grant Holt, yeah. Entree Grant Holt, ladies and gentlemen. Sixty-third minute of the game. I don't think that's good news, John. I don't think no, that's, that's good news. That's good news. It's strange. I mean, in the early stages of the game, we were saying they didn't look all that threatening going forwards, but they seem to have got Something the me- measure think of us right. now. They seem to have um, worked that out as the game's gone along. <laughs> Beavis just took his man there. That could be a yellow, maybe a red. It's a high challenge. 67, 68 minutes coming up. I think it's a yellow. Live and up Millwall! Indeed, live and up Millwall. That's one thing we haven't looked at all today, is, is lively.
1: No, we've been off the pace, haven't we? All right, the there, says you'll never win three in a row. I presume it's a reference to their three titles in a row, but... Uh, Not three games in a row. Can you imagine the Giddy of <laughs> <Whites has laughs> winning three
2: games in a row? We don't look like winning three games in a row, John, I must say. Here comes Scott Malone. Ball in towards Fuller. Fuller drawing the flag. It probably wasn't the greatest angled ball there. It's Fuller again in front of goals. that's going to go for a corner. 69 minutes. Mill corner. First real attack at this end. Most of the actions felt like we we're looking through binoculars from the wrong way round, down the very furthest end of the pitch. Now this is actually in front of us, so we can tell you what happens.
1: Possibly. Preferably.
2: Preferably a goal. In comes a corner from Upson. Floating at the ball. It's up the line from the goalkeeper. Good save, got a, uh, number one there. And in the process, Ricardo Fuller was absolutely flattened. Now, whether that was a, a no, dive the referee or a missed, didn't see that. did missed by the referee. That was straight back on the attack. And down at the middle, of the end, furthest away from us. Things getting a little bit lively now. 20 minutes in it. Looks like a three-way substitution, ladies and gentlemen, if we can stay in the game. As ever, Holloway's gambler's instinct says, make the big change.
1: Gambler, it does seem to be the sort of gambler who chases his losses rather than the count. He, he does, he don't
2: gamble when there's a, a game to be won, does you he? You tend to think a subtle change at half-time yeah, yeah. might be more valuable than three
1: players when you're chasing a game.
2: Yeah. And
1: fifteen is leaving the field, Ed Upson is the place
2: 25, Justin Hoyt. Justin Hoyt comes into the game. Game changer. Crowd don't like that decision. Probably Jimmy going further forwards in the midfield. I presume so, yeah. And Hoyt to take Jimmy's um, place on the right hand side of defence. It does mean, as we've called for, we're seeing two up front now, Ranaghy and Fuller. Yeah, we are going two up front. I surprised
1: to see Fuller stay on, but
2: uh, it is the two we were asking for. Very little to comment, John, in this half. Really, from a Millwall perspective, no. I mean, it's been it's been poor. Given that we're off the corner from Huddersfield, isn't it? It's been, uh, given that we're one each at half time, I, mean, you, I make you right your point earlier on. If you're going to gamble, gamble when you're at one each and yeah, go for it. Throw
1: the second striker on at one all, change the shape. make God, I still think they'll do it. With it but, yeah. uh, instead, it's it's chasing the game when you're two one. down. Even at
2: two one, we're still not out of the game, but we've shown nothing going forwards at all. Malone with a long diagonal pass forwards. It falls to Malone again, back in, in midfield. Ball into Reneghi. little heel flick. Wines oh. Fuller, shoots wide. Opportunity there. Not sure it's the clearest of shots on goal. No,
1: but at least you've seen two centre-forwards working together there. In yeah.
2: Himself. Eight minutes of regular time to go. He really is petering out, this one. Isn't oh, it? this is. Yeah. This, has got a, this has been drifting from kickoff, really, isn't it? For a big bloke, Reneghi doesn't do very well in the air, does he? There's no Hoff, He's no Hoff. I was just about to praise Justin Noy for winning his first challenge of the match though. He, he made a mess of it. There's Renegui, coming down the left as we look. Millwall right. He's got the ball, He stood near the corner flag. Can he get across? And he can. It falls the fuller. Oh, that was inches wide. That was a chance. That was a chance, ladies and gentlemen. Three minutes to go. Well,
1: we've got a throw in
2: on halfway. I live hope that they might we'll Last show get something. I think this really is it. In it comes from Justin Hoyt. It's towards Reneghi. Nodded backwards and forwards. Oh! Punched off of Jimmy his head. He's given he a goal kick. He's given a, kick. He's given a, kick, uh, Not a, a goal kick. Not a call, a goal kick. That's the game, ladies and gentlemen. 2-1 Ruddersfield. Miserable performance, John. There was at least one point thrown away, and I think the three were there for the taking. A little self-destructive there, ladies and gentlemen. Um, at one each at half-time, I thought it would beg some changes. We didn't make the changes when we probably should have done, and we made them when we were chasing the game, as you said earlier on, John. Um, on the bright side, I think Jimmy did well at right-back. I don't think we missed car, lost too much.
1: So um, no. that's a positive. Maybe we missed him going forward, of course. No great energy in the side today. Um, I think Ed Upson did quite well first half. Chance to put
2: it right on I've tonight. The best you can say out of that performance. Big thanks to John Shimmer for joining me on today's show. Um, ladies and gentlemen, that's on Mill. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. My spirits have been dashed this week. It's Lee Gregory, 32-goal striker with Halifax Town last year. My spirits have been dashed. I had a, I had a falling out with Ian, Ian Holloway. He told me in a week I was going to be working with McDonald, McDonald in midfield. I thought, but he meant McDonald on Surrey Keys Road where the Elvis is. I had a falling out with him. I can tell you. I went into his office. I said, no way, no way, Ian. I'm not having it, Ian. I don't work at McDonald's.
0: I'm a 32-goal striker with Halifax Town. I'm right downcast, I can tell you. That's it. Eh? Goodness gracious, hello Nick. It's your old friend Jimmy here, jingle jangle. I'm off on holiday, just sitting here on the beach, and I hear you visiting down the road to the town. Oh, oh, jingle jangle. That's a shame. We could have met at my local park and you could play with our balls. Oh, oh, how's about that then? Never mind, I'm a letter here from a little lad. Just down the road from me called me, Gregory. Oh, oh. And he says, Dear Jim, can you fix it for me to score three goals for me today at the town? Oh, oh, jingle jangle. Well, hey, I'm not a fucking miracle worker. How about that, then? Oh, oh, oh. oh you do, 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 you midnight you do, do, you uh just got home from uh with uh with mother. Um, it's been a bit, a bit of a long day. We, we, we left this morning at eight thirty. But uh expressed um, out of eight boy out and uh it really was the only bright spot of my day um where well, you weren't know, through the uh most we of those uh obviously then by, by a long fork. Um so very, very flat across the fish. Um, and I hope that out of that out, of, out, of, out of the party had the fluids in front of my senses. Yeah, so, I it's to the point, actually a, a minutes. Another the first game of the season. um, it turned to me and said, Nigel, I can't believe we've had the strictly come dancing together. Oh, strictly come dancing tonight together. Come and see this. Just shh, shh. She's She then goes all, all the way home, um, which is quite a journey really, considering it took us six and a half hours. So, I think, but a bit of a morning coming next week. Um, Things across the in uptown air airport Come on, Loggins.
1: Nigel, over on it. You've been listening to Octoon Millwall, the CBL
2: Magazine podcast. That's the Millwall news this week, and we are out of here.